When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The Minnesota Vikings are pretty much the best team in North American team sports to never win a championship. Welcome to Before We Die with Jesse and Thor on Purple Daily and Score North. What's going on, everybody? Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, gents. Uh, I was sabotaged, so we were recording this a little bit late. I was on time for the record, mind you, not at all high maintenance, but then you know, I'm thinking it was a Packer. It's Packers week. There was probably some sort of rivalry. They didn't want us coming out here talking about the Vikings, talking about Thor guaranteeing guaranteeing a victory for the Minnesota Vikings this Sunday, six days oh away for uh, for the Vikes. Thor, let's hear the guarantee, baby. Well, yeah, I, I think the Vikings are going to win. You know, I've I've said that since we started the show. I, I think they're going to win in the opener, and I think that they're going to go 12 and five this season. I think this is a really good spot to get the Packers where you get them at home in the very first game of the Kevin O'Connell era. Packers don't have tape on it, at least how this specific team has taken to O'Connell's scheme. Obviously the schemes are much different, including on defense than they've been in the seasons leading up. So, and then the Packers, of course, with the out Devonte Adams, I feel like this is a really good spot for the Vikings. You know what? I don't hate it again. This is before we die. Just before we die, we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl, but we want to start that off by beating the Packers in the opener. It doesn't get any sweeter than that, you guys. I mean, do we have some sort of countdown mechanism going? Uh, you guys working on that? Are we wearing purple every single day this week? What are we doing to really ignite the fuel and the fire for Sunday? Well, I'm excited to, to get with my boys and watch the Vikings again. Like that's sort of our tradition on, on fall Sundays with the Vikings. So I'm just really excited for that. And yeah, you're, you're ticking down the time. I mean, we got six days left. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're almost there though. We are almost there after a very long off season. I'm doing nothing but consuming any type of drink that is purple, whether it be purple Gatorade, purple or grape water additives, purple drink quite uh, literally man, I, drinking the purple kool-aid is what you're saying literally drinking the purple kool-aid how important is week one I, I think it's incredibly important it's to me it's very important to win week one because of what you're facing week two going on the road at philadelphia in week two that's that's not going to be easy and the NFL, things can compound pretty quickly. I know the Rams went over a month last year without winning a game, and they still won the Super Bowl. But if I'm the new Vikings regime and a Vikings fan, which of course I am, I really wouldn't feel good if the team starts 0-2. So I think winning week one is vitally important. 
I think you need it just to, for starters, the confidence. You need to get that confidence built under KOC, under this new offense, under this new scheme that everybody is so incredibly excited for, and rightfully so. I mean, just to get that momentum going in your favor, you need it because it's the Packers. As I would mentioned before, again, guys, note the purple. I am a Minnesota Vikings fan. I just think that Green Bay is going to be, it's going to be a tough team to beat this season in the division. So I think getting that win over Green Bay is really going to be very telling as to what your season might look like. Um, you know, and then in addition, you just want to beat the Packers. Like, please, that's all I want. I could, I could honest to God care less. If you lose the rest of them, just beat Green Bay because it just feels so good when you do. Well, Jesse, I put my prediction out. Have we heard your prediction for, for Sunday's game yet? I, th- uh, I will pick the Minnesota Vikings. I'm okay. feeling good. I'm feeling, you know, it's too early for me to be too down on them. Like I said, I'll, uh, I'll let them prove me wrong when I say that they're going to be not maybe win 12 games, but I think Minnesota is going to beat green Bay. I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, that's the other thing. I really do just want a really good game. You know, I think it'll be a lot of fun, maybe like kind of an LSU Florida state type of tangle, right? Like, you know, I love college football guys. I love it. Love it. But, uh, yeah, I think Minnesota comes out victorious. Thousand percent. Yeah. And you know, if, if you go by what the boys in the desert, as the people in the media say, what 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 the boys in the desert are saying about this game, it would be indicative of the same that we're gonna get a really good game. That the Packers opened as very small favorites. That line right now is the Packers minus one and a half. You can get the the Vikings money line for even money. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty good bet, but, but I mean, either way, this one is, you know, it's, it's essentially a pick them either way you want to go. Let's go. I love it. Rivalry week, Packers week, opening week, all the good stuff. We of course also record on Thursday. So we're going to dive into the nitty gritty, get into the weeds a little bit more about that specific game on Sunday come Thursday's record. But I also want to talk first guys. I need to make a formal public apology because on Sunday nights, when it's not football season, I'm watching a little thing called Game of Thrones. Currently, it's the House of Dragons. Now, that being said, you guys might understand where I'm going with this. Because last week, when the Minnesota Vikings acquired Jalen Rager, I kept going Ragor because that's kind of like the theme of Game of Thrones. Ragor, Dragor, all this stuff. So I apologize, Jalen Rager. I will not go Ragor. That's on me. That's on me. I'm going to be better. But that is uh, my formal apology. Will you guys accept that uh, on behalf of our audience uh, um, before we die? Well, I'd like to go the other way. I'm not apologizing for it. I've <laughs> always pronounced it Ragor, going back to his days I mean, at it's TCU. Spelt Ragor, right? Uh, yeah, well, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. That's the way that I like to pronounce it. You know, I mean, it just it just is what it is. There will be no apologies for me for my <laughs> pronouncement of my preferred pronouncement of Jalen Ragor's name. Uh, what's what's your deciding factor how are we how are you going with it i'll accept the apology because i know how hard you work i know you've put in hours of film you've reviewed the tape you've made notes down you're dictating to yourself that you will do better you're diligent about your perfection and getting Mm -hmm. better and improving your game so i'll accept it i'll take you thank you one thing thing i would say is like my so there's this concept in psychology where if you heal yourself you heal the generations before you and after you as as well my father was the person who like throughout my life would would pronounce patrick was named patrick roy oh no he was was one of those like he was always mispronouncing people's name or swapping out the first names everything like that am i perfect no have I healed myself enough to potentially heal my father, heal my sons to come after me? My psychologist would say yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love it. Again, so Jalen Rager, that's an exciting uh, addition to the Minnesota Vikings. More exciting Vikings news coming out during this Packer week. Uh, Sounds like Irv Smith Jr. Good to go for Sunday, you guys. How much do you think that's going to really help uh, the Minnesota Vikings having him healthy, ready to go? We all know how excited we were to see him at camp. He gets injured, but looks like it won't be as devastating, obviously, as it was last year when he wasn't able to play. It's utterly crucial on multiple different fronts. First of all, the, the I mean, the, the guys that you would have to play, if not for Irv Smith, the Vikings have one of the worst TE depths in the entire NFL. So it, it's huge. Just, just getting Irv, you know, Irv is a singular player and how they intend to use him th- this coming season. It's also huge in that you don't have to have, you know, a, a sub league average tight end starting for you. And then the depth concerns, even, even after that becoming more precipitous, and then the also huge thing about it is the Vikings coaching staff has talked pretty openly that, you know, this offseason about guys that they're that they were looking at to that they could build schemes around to up to uptick their production. You don't have to do that as much with Jefferson, although they're going to do all sorts of fun things with Jefferson because Jefferson, like we talked about, he, he's going to gain separation no matter what. He's going to be productive no matter what. But there's other guys on the team where the scheme and, and the way that, that you use them play in and play out, it can either tick up their production or maybe is a, is, is the reasoning why they have not played so well in their career to this point. Irv Smith was one of those guys that, that the coaching staff shouted out that they think that they could scheme for. And Irv Smith is a scheme specific player. He's a usage specific player. And I think if you use him correctly, that's where you're going to get the money back for that round two pick that you originally invested in him. Yeah, I think it's big to Thor's point just about there being a a pretty big lack of tight end depth on the Vikings roster and nobody at the tight end position can do what Irv Smith can do. So the fact that they should have him back for week one to me is incredibly important. It's big for Kirk Cousins in the passing game. It's great to have that extra weapon. But in all honesty, Jesse and Thor, I think the biggest thing will be just getting him through the game. Can he take a few mm-hmm. hits and get up and feel okay so the Vikings can be reasonably confident that he'll make it through the rest of this season largely unscathed? Will he get injured a time or two? Yeah, he probably will. Everybody does. But will he be able to play through it, and will the Vikings be able to use him week in and week out and rely on him? I still think that's to be determined. We don't know that. That Sadly, we don't. I don't think you can think at all whether he – is somebody you can rely on. That was a really clunky way of saying that, but we don't, we don't know that yet. So I think it's important for the Vikings to get him out there, take a few hits and see him stay on the field. A thousand percent. And, we, and we've talked about how Irv is on this, the way smaller end for a traditional inline tight end. Mm-hmm. He has the durability questions. How would he hold up over a 17 game schedule facing those war daddy edge rushers on the edge in the NFL you do want to see that long-term, in this game, you wonder if because he's coming off the, the injury, because he hasn't gotten as much practice time, will they be even more selective in their usage with him? You would think that on the passing downs, for sure, you you want him in there. On the running downs, are we going to see way more of, for instance, Johnny Munt? Um, yeah. I, I think that's something that you could look for in, in week one. But Ross's point is a really good one. Herb needs to stay on the field this year. 
Yeah, no, I you guys took the words right out of my mouth, so I won't be redundant in it. But that was my biggest concern is him missing some of that preseason time and him. I mean, is it going to be hard for him to get up to that speed? I would say probably not because he's a professional and he's he's one of the best in his positions for this squad, especially. But uh, yeah, it'll be curious again. Health is going to be very crucial for him, along with the rest of your Minnesota Vikings. Also coming out on Monday, Vikings have their captains named Kirk Cousins, Delvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Brian O'Neill, Patrick Peterson, Harrison Smith, Eric Kendricks, and CJ Ham as the lone special teams captain. It would have been shorter to announce who wasn't a captain. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> hey, O'Connell said 20 players received God. a vote to become a captain Jeez. this year. So that's kind of uh, interesting, right? Did, I mean, did you or I get a vote, vote Jesse? <laughs> I think Jalen Ragor probably voted. <laughs> Just kidding. I did that on purpose. Poking the bear, guys, because that's what I do. Of- of those 20 players that got a vote, how many only got a vote because they voted for themselves? 100%. You know, like, I mean, that's my, that's my move right there. I'm for know, sure putting my name in Kirk that, Cousins honestly. definitely voted for himself. <laughs> you know what? The, uh, I want to see Kirk Cousins' ballot. I want to confirm that he didn't write his own name down until I'll believe what, it. That's was, true. It feels like was, there might have been some, uh, some um, what am I trying to say? Stuffing Sh- the ballot. Stuffing the ballot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was Ryan Wright voting for himself? There's no <laughs> nobody else voted for him. Well, Paul him. Allen, I saw his ballot. He definitely <laughs> voted for Ryan Wright. Definitely. So did. maybe he, he was on two. Six yeah. four two forty or six three two forty, right? <laughs> he was bigger than Pete Bursage coming up. Amazing. I do recall that. Amazing. You know, speaking of like getting things in fantasy football draft, you guys. This yeah. is my fa- that's the other favorite time of year. Uh Thor, I know you backed out of this fun media school league. Thank you for just <laughs> handing me the trophy for that reason only. Um you that's guys big fantasy. It. How many leagues? How many leagues are we in? What are we talking? Well, I'm I'm in a whole dang lot of them, but you have to remember I play college fantasy football too. So I, you know, I'm I'm probably in, and and I have to say no to a bunch just because of how. But I'm in probably like six or seven NFL ones, and then I'm in probably ten different college ones. So Side note: I didn't I'm even know it. there is a college fantasy football. What are you talking? That oh, no, this I have is so much to, to teach you, Jesse. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we got we got to get you into a college fantasy football. I mean, I'll crush year. that. I will crush it. Crush. ISU the whole time. We'll see. God, we should make a bet. ISU Iowa game coming up here too. Oh, nice, nice film the Hawkeyes gave the Cyclones to work with. By you, the way, you, you well, hey, thanks, appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, but becoming the first team since before t- the year two thousand to score exactly seven points without an offensive, without touchdown. An offensive touchdown. It was fabulous. So the two safeties in the field goal. We we have a couple days to think about our wager for that game. Let's discuss this on the Thursday show. I will have yeah. something prepared. Let's do that on Thursday. I want you guys to do a wager very similar to what mayors and governors do when their teams take take on each other. So let's make the loser do something. Uh, You brought up something in conversation with us, Jesse, going back and forth when we put so much work into the pre-planning of what we're going to talk about. And you had some entrants come in that I thought were pretty funny. Yes. Did you did you guys happen to see some of the Vikings themed fantasy team names that came across? And did you like any of them? I mean, you know, the popular one is obviously all about Kirk, right? Whether it's Kirk ain't my cousin, feeling up my cousin with Adam Thielen. Those seem to be very common, big favorites. Uh, Thielen for cooking was another one we got. Bojack Norseman came in. Uh, you know, all of them pretty good straight cash homies. That's a classic yeah, throwback. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. See, I'm into the throwbacks too. I do appreciate picking out my, you know, a guy that I drafted and, and turning his name somehow into something. Um, I've got a feeling that was another big popular one. 
I'm also going classics. I like like smoot love rental, love boat rentals or something like that, right? <laughs> like let's just throw it back to the most cringy time in Vikings history. Um, you know, I think those are always kind of fun, but I uh I appreciate the the entrance. I appreciate folks tossing out their names what did you guys see did you guys see any of that were uh any different lords of no rings that was another good i i thought lords of no rings was fantastic and i'm not a big lord of the rings guy but i thought that (laughs) one was fantastic because it it pulls at the heartstrings and hits true to the core of what we are as minnesota vikings fans i was really having a tough time coming up with something real current yeah the only thing i kept thinking about was in iterations behind the scenes, as we told uh, you two, at one point we thought maybe we would name this spinoff show Wide Left. Yes, and instead right? we we settled on Before We Die, which I think has been fantastic and is wonderful. But could you just go with Wide Left? Could the name of your fantasy team be Wide Left? It seems very very apropos if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. I have to say I don't I don't like the names that make fun of the Vikings ever winning a Super Bowl. It, it hurts my feelings and, and it makes me angry. It so hurts. I I can't get on board with the Lord of No Rings. Also, this is a, a very controversial take of mine. I think the Lord of the Rings movies are overrated. You know, I'm I'm sorry to anyone oh. out there that loves them. I think they're a bit overrated. Preach. I've never seen It was hard for it was hard for Thor to get through those. I I, I agreed to go <laughs> with my father and my brother to one of them. And it was it was the thing where like 45 minutes into it, I'm just checking Twitter, you know, and trying to make the light of the phone not enough to distract the people next to me. It was it was tough to get to. Maybe a little long, Peter Jackson. Maybe a little I long. mean, Thor, you came up with some pretty good names yourself. Tiny Dancer, yeah. uh, yep. right stuff, Munt Cake, Boyd Wear Prohibited. I mean. Not too bad. How many of these names that you, and again, we'll share these on our Twitter. Be sure you're following me, Jesse Pierce, Ross Brendel, and obviously Purple Daily and Score North as well. Um, But Thor, where are these names that you're actually using? They have to be. You couldn't have just come up with them in addition to names that you have. Yeah, well, these are are all Thor originals. Um, Yeah, (laughs) Mini mini Sinta, I I was pretty proud of as well. I wish you had a name on on the Vikings where it's remember when they used to do Mary Chris Moss, you know, and then you oh, put yeah, 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 those were fabulous. We'll, we'll have to wait on that, but I, I like that one. Um, I had to give a shout out to my boy Chandon Sullivan with all the policing he's been doing on Twitter over the last couple of weeks, going at people <laughs> criticizing him. Chandon Sullivan, Twitter police. You know, you could have a nice little logo of, of Chandon overlooking Twitter with his police hat on. Um, then, you know, we got, we got the new guy, the UDFA that made the team, uh, Luigi Villane, which it, it reminds you of playing Mario where, you know, they had the, some of the games where you had like the inverse of every character and you had the, the, the villain version of them. And yeah. so like the Luigi villain in the game is named Walugi. So, mm. you know, like Luigi Walugi villain, you know, is, is, was another one. Munt cake, deer hunter. That's a shout out to Christopher Walken. That's just a good one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't have friends. I have Hamily. That that's a shout out to Vin Diesel <laughs> and the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is a personal favorite of mine. Let's uh, let's keep with the fantasy football theme again. We have another episode on Thursday where we will go all X's and O's on your guys's butts about Green Bay, Minnesota. But today, I want to talk some player drops as well on that well, one. They, yeah, I mean they haven't come out yet, but by the time yeah. we get to the Thursday show, the, the sports yeah. books will have those up. I want to like go prop that. by prop, over under on the passing yards, rushing yards, the whole I gamut. I love it. And We're going deep, but I want, so sticking with the fantasy football, what's your guys's like strategy? Do you pick Vikings as the homerism? Do you pick them when they're, I mean, Justin Jefferson easily for anyway, right? I mean, that just works out well, but I mean, are you trying to load up with Vikings 
are you trying to win? And you know, like what's the strategy for you guys? Well, I can, I'll I'll go first here really quickly, Thor. The only thing I do is I avoid taking green Bay Packers if I can, because I don't want to cheer for them. I'll take them if I absolutely have to. And the board dictates it, but I really try and avoid doing that. Thor, the floor is yours. My sincerest apologies for cutting you off. No, that that's one of your best tags, Ross. I, yeah. I have I have avoided taking. We'll keep you around for and, that in general. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and here's the crazy thing: you can win fantasy football league championships without Green Bay Packers. I've been doing it for over a decade, so try it out at home. It's it's a fun time. Then you don't have to tune into the Packer games either. You know, you, you just don't have to check on them. It's 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 a good time. This year, maybe not a good time to take them anyway. But, I mean, in the home leagues, it's always been tough to get the Viking guys, right? Because yeah. you have to pay the Viking tax when you're with your buddies that are from Minnesota. In in the um, national leagues I do or the ones with other, you know, experts or other analysts or whatever, it's much easier to get the Vikings down to me. I was excited in the – are you guys aware of the Scott Fishball? The, yes. the, the big yeah. yeah, with all yep. the different leagues and stuff. This year, Scott did a really, really cool thing where you always in the past had the drafts online, like on um, – what's it called? My fantasy football league or whatever that thing is called this year. He did live drafts as well at like six different cities. And we're just lucky enough in the twin cities that fish happens to live here. So of course Mm -hmm. we were getting one of the live drafts. So anyhow, at the live draft, I went in and I was picking like, I think like fourth or something like that. And then on the way back, you have to wait for a long time. And so I, I didn't think that I would get Jefferson because everyone else in the room was Vikings fans, but it just so happened in my league that no one had taken a wide receiver before that. So I, I popped J- Justin Jefferson real quick when it got to me in the second round because I think he's going to be the wide receiver one in fantasy this year. But yeah. j- j- just in general, like, I, it's hard for me to uh, remove myself from, like, what I know, you know, or, like, the statistical projections or the analytical part of my mind. But I'll, I'll pay a little bit of a tax for most Vikings. I, I, I would say that. Sure. I can't go too far ahead, you know, over their import. But I, I'll pay a little bit of a tax to get one for sure, especially if I'm bullish on a guy. Super bullish on Jefferson this year. Super yeah. bullish on Delvin Cook for sure in particular. Yes, I got Delvin Cook. My backs are looking pretty good. Actually, my wide receiver depth on my fantasy team, far better. But I like my running backs, my starting backs, Cook and uh, I forget who the other one is. But I'm I'm okay with my, my team. I'm in one league. This is the first year ever that I'm only in one league, which is, wow. yeah, it's weird to me, but I like it. I'm kind of excited so I can really go all in, pay attention. Um, I'm a former back-to-back fantasy champion in another wow. league, and they didn't have a back because I'm good. So that's, I get it, whatever, it's fine. How There's nothing sweeter, and I will play the girl card here. There is nothing sweeter than being the only girl in the league and just destroying all the guys in it. And it's just, it, it feels good. I love it. That's my thing. Thor, Thor, how early is too early to draft Kirk Cousins' favorite weapon, CJ Ham? How. <laughs> Uh, l- look, I just want to be in a league deep enough where CJ Ham is relevant. And I am, in, <laughs> in, especially in college, I-, I run this college fantasy football league that's 50 teams. We have 10 five team, or I'm sorry, five 10 team divisions. And we don't use duplicate players. So the, the 50 teams, your only player pool is the 131 FBS teams. I, I would love to be in an NFL league that that's deep where like players like that are relevant because in that 50 team college league, you're talking like the gopher third string running back is owned in that thing. It's wow. ridiculous. It's awesome. That is ridiculous. Yeah. You do you just create this on your I need to know more about this now. Again, yeah, I as, created it. as a college, which somebody cleverly had called me a milk, but with like a C in there, man, I love college football, which I was like, that's pretty <laughs> clever. I enjoy that. Nope. Uh, so I need to know more about this. Like you made it yourself. Like it's obviously not available. Like, you can't do this 
like for real, right? Or can no. you know? Well, no, no, no. no. It, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I run it on fan tracks. Oh wow, I, I have the. Uh... I have. Did you hear my what my alarm? I did. That, yes. that, 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 that was inadvertent. But every day when Thor gets up, this is why I run through walls because that's what I wake up to every morning. <laughs> it's I, I just get so jacked or whatever. But no, this so so this league. I, I played college fantasy leagues going back, you know, fifteen years or whatever. The the first website that did them was CBS. I don't think CBS runs college fantasy anymore, but we did it there initially. But I started to wonder, you know, in the NFL, you, you would be in like say a sixteen team league which at the time that that was considered a big league. And you're like 16 teams can for sure be supported by 30 NFL teams, you know, which that's what it was at the time. Mm -hmm. So I started to think you have 130 FBS teams. It, the leagues are way too shallow. If you just have like 12 or 14 guys, you almost have to isolate it to either power five or to G five, you know, to make it interesting enough like that. But then I started to think with 130 teams, how many fantasy teams would that support without it being becoming like problematic with the numbers like, for instance, with the quarterbacks, you're going to run out of quarterbacks at a certain point. So initially with that league, I ended up setting it at the roster limit at two for quarterbacks. Then we went up to three, you know, f- figured it could support it. But, yeah, we, uh, we what I needed was a website that had the functionality to allow you to run it. And then when Fantrax started doing college fantasy, I was able to do that. You have to you have to start it out with five different 10 team drafts. You, you put a power five conference and a G5 conference into each one. And then you end up having 26 per I think it's 26 per conference, 26 real teams that the player pool for those 10 guys to draft out of. It's a lot of fun. I like it. I like it. If you're given, so we talked about not picking Packers in our fantasy team, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't pick Badgers either, by the way. This is a rule. I don't pick Hawkeyes either. So that's just my thing. Well, I don't pick Cyclones neither. That's why you would have taken Brees Hall if you could, wouldn't you? Did you take Brees look at Hall? this? Look at this mug right here. Well, yeah, but he's no longer, you know, infected by the whatever's in the air in Ames. You know, now he's, I'm, he's off in New York. He's li- I just want to point life. out. I want to point out. I don't know what mug is uglier, the one I'm staring at in <laughs> Thor, or the one he just held up with the Hawkeyes. Oh, <laughs> How dare you? So given you? given though, all right. So if you're going if we're going head to head, Green Bay, Minnesota, keeping with rivalry week, again, we will dive into that game come Thursday's record. But let's play a little fantasy football Vikings versus Packers here. Who are you taking at quarterback? Are you taking Kirk Cousins or would you take A Rodge? I'm taking Cousins. Rogers doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore. He doesn't have any receivers. And by the way, when we get to receivers for this, you want to first... talk about you want to talk about Alan Lazard? I mean, he's also I, a cyclone and a Packer. <laughs> if, if if it was a fantasy draft between Vikings receivers and Packers receivers, I don't think the first Packer was getting picked to like the fifth pick. I mean, that's probably true too. Their right? receiving core is absolute dog. You know what? And there's been some questions about the Vikings secondary. Yeah. Uh, Roger's going to have to play pretty well to exploit, you know, if let, let, let's say dancer doesn't come out and play as well as we want to in yeah. week one or whatever, the receiving core for the Packers is not going to be creating much separation for Rogers this year. So there's going to be a That's lot fair. in his hands. Obviously yeah. I understand you're not, you don't pick offensive lines, but would you pick the Vikings offensive line or the Packers offensive line? Oh, that, that one's, that one's closer. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you probably have to go Packers for now as much as I, as I hate to say it, but I do expect the Vikings line to be better this year. Uh, We've talked about the ways that you can do that with Bradbury that are independent of, you know, Bradbury, like ways that you can scheme them better. You're getting the upgraded guard for sure with Ingram. Cleveland and O'Neal should be better. And Derisaw, by all accounts, is going to take an enormous jump this year. So they're going to be qualitatively better. But like heading into the season, you probably just have to, you know, go with the old guard on that one until we see it. That's fair. 
And then how about defense? Because you got to, I mean, the Packers, 13th last year, they get back their top cornerback in J.R. Alexander. They've got Eric Stokes and Douglas coming out, and we kind of know where the defense is at for the Vikings. Again, very dependent on two players in particular, but where would you take that? Would you take Packers defense or Vikings defense? I think you you probably have to side with the Packers heading in again. You know, I mean, like the Vikings defense last year was not very good. And, and, you know, we're all sort of uh, optimistic that, uh, you know, several of these positions are going to be upgraded because of the guys that they brought in. And then maybe even that the scheme will be more conducive to the mm-hmm. talent that, you know, they're switching out of the three, four, uh, and then attacking with the edge rushers on both sides that that will be more conducive for the personnel on hand than the stuff that Zimmer was doing, those defenses that were imploding down the stretch in the games last year. But until we see that, until we see the Vikings theoretically make a jump into, you know, the the high teens or hopefully in the, the complete middle of the pack would be great because if they could do that, they're a big-time contender. But until we see that, you have to side with the Packers on that one too. And then final one before I let you speak, Ross, I, I'll let you speak. Raise your hand next time, please. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Matt LaFleur or I'm just going to o- mute myself <laughs> Matt LaFleur or Kevin O'Connell which coach are you taking both former offensive coordinators under Sean McVay with the Rams both I'll say it good looking gentlemen as well which coach are you going with yeah scream it from the mountaintops um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going with O'Connell I, I've never been that impressed with LaFleur um, he's made some wonky in-game decisions where it's not hindsight where you're questioning it. it's like in the moment what was that one with the kick in the field goal and the, the nonsense there? <laughs> All kinds of weird decisions that he does. It seems like the Packers, you know, they, they always have the good quarterbacks going back 30 years. Yeah. But it seems like the head coaches that they've had working for them are they're just not able to take advantage of the 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 ingrained uh, advantage that you get from having Pro Bowl quarterback play for 30 straight years. I'm not the highest on LaFleur, and I'm, I'm pretty bullish on O'Connell and the new administration. I like it. All right, Ross. <laughs> missing Crosby or Greg Joseph summer who you got Ooh. Joseph for sure <clears throat> Joseph right. for sure yeah I mean Crosby you know he when he came out of Colorado he's like the young the young gun hotshot fella but now yeah. that guy's been he he's older than dirt now you know I mean like that and, and I don't I don't know if they're gonna be able to trust isn't that guy. he younger than us well you didn't I mean, have to say that I'm just saying I yeah <laughs> yeah you didn't have to say that Yes, he is. Um, yeah. But I mean, Crosby is not going to be able to kick the ball over 45 yards this year. And, you know, our boy Jojo, uh, he looked pretty good this summer. Pretty, pretty good in camp. I like it. See, that's fun. Again, it's going to be a heck of a matchup this Sunday when Minnesota hosts Green Bay. More of that on Thursday. At the end of the day, guys, I think it's going to come down to Vikings offense versus Packers defense, right? Which makes sense. It probably sounds like a very duh, Jesse, you're dumb. But I'm just saying, like, their defense is stronger than Minnesota's defense, but Vikings have the offensive advantage. So it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Super excited. Yeah, super duper excited. I'm excited to make some bets on the game, too. Excited for that prop market to open up. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about the whole thing, getting the, the full NFL thing back. But getting an opening game like this, this yeah. what, a, what a treat. I mean, th- th- this is going to be super fun on Sunday. Getting to host the Packers in the first game with your new administration. It's going to be super exciting. Can't, can't beat it. Can't beat rivalry week. And again, it's double rivalry week for me with Iowa, Iowa state game on Saturday, <laughs> for, Green for Bay, Minnesota. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm so excited. It's just <laughs> my favorite. We love it. All right. Before we end this episode, as always, we will wrap it up with a couple before we die, which is basically a prediction of before we die. Uh, we do this each and every episode. So Ross, why don't you kick it off since I was 
rudely cutting you off most of today's episode. Oh, well, I may have been rudely hopping in, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll agree to disagree on our rudeness. Yeah. Before we die, I'm calling an audible on what I had. I'll save mine for a different week. Uh, before we die, I will join Thor's College Football Fantasy League. Love it. Uh, 100%, 100% I will, and I want to encourage everybody, and maybe we'll read some of these on Thursday if you're watching on YouTube. Give us your Minnesota Vikings-themed fantasy football team names, and maybe we'll read some of them on Thursday. Heck yeah, I like it. All right, I'll take that a step further. I'm just going to piggyback off that before we die. I'm not just going to play in Thor's college football. I'm going to win (laughs) fantasy. So, Whoa! Let's go. Wow. Yeah. Okay, wow. That's a tough act to follow. (laughs) Mine mine isn't as much a prediction. In fact, it's something that I know is, is not going to happen. But this is something that I want to happen before I die. You see in the lead up to this week and every time that that the Vikings play the Packers, you see these Packer fans on Twitter making all these stupid retread jokes where it'll be like an empty trophy case. And it'll be like, you know, the Vikings Super Bowl win since, you know, yada, yada. It's, you know, welcome to Vikings Super Bowl week, you know, and and stuff like that. (laughs) They're always making fun of the Vikings for, for not winning the Super Bowl. Before I die, I want Packer fans to realize that winning two Super Bowls over a 30-year period where your quarterbacks were Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers is not that impressive. So stop beating your chest. We'll be we'll be seeing you on the field this season. <laughs> I like it. Just, just a straight-up call-out to all Packers fans who I'm sure listen to this religiously because why wouldn't you? It's uh, all about Vikings again. We're this huge season. in Green Bay. We're huge in Green Bay. Again, yeah. I still... People thinking that I'm a Packers fan, like, no, 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 let's not say that. I just am a realist. That's I wouldn't work with you if you were a Packer fan. No. That's how I, you know out there. I mean, I like the color green. That's about it. That's about, I don't like green and yellow unless it's a North Stars variation. Better not be anything this week, though. No, no green I this told, week. You guys are going to be really excited. So what I actually did over the course of the weekend, so as, as you guys all know, I have very, like, old, crappy jerseys. That's what I got. I got an, I got a. Carson Palmer jersey. I've got a Randy Moss jersey. I'm talking like the Target. Those are retro. Letters they're not are crappy. Yeah, the, those are good jerseys. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. So I got I got those, but I and I also have two purple people eater sweatshirts that I've always had. That's all I've really ever worn on Vikings. Day. Usually it's the Moss jersey. So I went to thrift shopping and loaded up my friends with some vintage Vikings that I am super excited to wear. Love it. Uh, including my new favorite jersey, a Chris Carter jersey, a real nice Chris Carter jersey. Super jacked about that. Um, so I will be rocking them. There's going to be a sick coat maybe in the action. Maybe we're talking starter jackets. You'll have to watch to see. I thought you guys would all be very proud of the the way I'm trying to transform and show you guys my purple more often uh because i'm here for you we are here for you every monday every thursday before we die on purple daily and score north be sure to check out all of our friends and their shows talking vikings every day of the week it's awesome you love it we love you guys most of you uh and uh (laughs) let me see your eyes thor let me see those blue eyes Thank you for appreciating my beauty once in a while, too. Even if I can't pronounce names correctly, at least I win you back in some manner or another. So, uh, as always, leave your comments. As Ross had mentioned, toss in some fantasy football names. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know other things you'd love for us to talk about as we uh, dive into the season here and rivalry week against Green Bay. I'm Jesse Pierce. He's Thor Nystrom. He's Ross Brendel. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye.